Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Chad. And you're listening to Bad Marketing Sucks. And we're on a mission to eradicate bad marketing. One business at a time. Paul, how we doing, man? Well, other than being absolutely uh, freezing in Augusta, we're doing fantastic. Yeah, how's your cold coming along? Yeah, it's coming along just coming. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Medicine, we'll be fine. Medicine working? Yeah, the whiskey's really doing, yeah, doing man. its job. Good rye whiskey? Yep. Got to <laughs> stick with it. It's uh, I love it. Tried and true. It's I love proven it. stuff. But, uh, so on our last uh, show, on our last episode, we talked about brand, branding, and marketing. Yeah. Okay, we got to marketing, and we didn't really go uh, into that too far. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted, uh, you know, today maybe to, to expound on that mm-hmm. um, and how companies, um, you know, make promises through marketing yeah. to their potential customer. And then there are times where, you know, those customers come in to, you know, a restaurant or a business or a service or whatever the case may be, and they do not live up to the promises that they've made. Yeah. Give me an instance where you've seen that in a, in a company or a couple of different companies. Yeah. So we definitely have some examples of that. And, and I'm glad we're having this conversation about it because I think this is one of the easiest things to prevent. Because if, if, if you're going to advertise and you're going to make those promises, this is this is a very easy thing to present. And, we, and we've been working on a, a particular case. One of our clients is in uh, the F&B industry. And um, what, for a period of time, what we, we were doing our job to uh, promote, to market, and to do the advertising, what the guests were finding when they went into the to, to be served mm-hmm. was drastically different than what the promises were made through the advertising. Sure. And... Uh, so this is something actually, you know, we, there are some outside influences that are going on right now from mm-hmm. a standpoint of staffing is, is just a challenge. It's an issue without a doubt. Um, but that, even though staffing is a challenge there, this is again, one of the easiest things to prevent because it's just, it's training. It's, it's right. really not even training. Like you don't have to spend days upon days on this right it is making sure that the standards that you are publicly proclaiming right are articulated back to your staff to your team to say this is the expectation that these people are coming in with sure and um there the vast majority of businesses do not see training as part of branding or marketing Right. When it is a certainly an extension of that. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and the ones that do not take the time to mm-hmm. include that in, they're going to run into it because once you, once you've made that promise and mm-hmm. somebody comes in and they're looking to, to receive sure that yeah. benefit that has been put yeah. out there when they leave and they've been had a disastrous experience, it's even more difficult in the world that we live in today for a business owner to survive that or to not right. get hit because yeah. of things like reviews. We've got yeah. Google, you've got Yelp, mm-hmm. you've got Facebook, and it's so easy for people to sit there and start typing. Yeah. Now, no that doubt. being said, not everything that, you, that is put out online is going to – you've got people that just have a bad day that are just keyboard warriors. And yeah, do it that. seems like now, you know, it seems like everybody wants to, to – they're so quick to, to call a business out in public, yeah. you know, and just really ruin them. Um, and it could be that, you know, um, you know it's not necessarily 100% true. 
you know. But at the core of this, let, let's talk a little, let, let's get a little more finite here. Um, so in this instance, we're talking about a restaurant, yep. right? Mm -hmm. So when you, we're talking about promises, I would think that um, in this situation, it would be, um, you know, the, your, your website and yep. the, the robust, beautiful pictures of food mm -hmm. that you're presenting mm -hmm. and the food coming to your table and not being what you've seen, not yeah. looking anything like it. Um, and along with your staff, yeah. you know, you talk about the experience that you're going to get this restaurant, the service that you're going to get, and it just not being what you were promised. Exactly. And, right. and, and that, that level of disconnect from what is, is publicly put out there and the mm -hmm. line that you draw and the, the claims that you make, yeah. And then you come in and, and it's, it's a shame when, when I see some reviews on, on, on places that I, I like a lot Yeah, from a, not only just like a personal standpoint, but, um, like just a concept standpoint, if I think, well, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And there's things like, uh, well, the food was great, but our server took us 30 minutes to bring us the, the ticket. Right. It's like, yeah, you got it. It's those, those types of standards, like another example I had a uh, some roof repair done years ago, uh -huh. and it was in a, a, a small spot, so it wasn't the whole, the whole entire roof. Right. But a, a few months later, after the job was done, I had to go in the attic to get something, and there was black soot and just crap everywhere. Mm -hmm. Got on boxes. I mean, it it took me a long time. To, to clean that up. Wow. I don't even think it fully got cleaned up until I moved out of that house and got all the stuff out. Right. And that, that, you know, that's when we cleaned it up. Right. But it was shocking to find that because I know that that business has articulated over and over and over the quality of not just the work that they do, but the way that they leave things after they're yeah, gone. Yeah. And probably where the booties when they come in yeah, exactly. and you know, yeah. the, the whole, you know, taking care of your home and you know, customer first. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it, it is. Um, it's an unfortunate situation, especially from from our end yeah. in terms of what we do. We put all this together for a customer, um, and you know, we make promises, help them, you know, make the promises mm -hmm. necessary to build yeah. their business and to grow. And then on their end, they're just not living up to it. Um, but I will tell you, um, on the flip side of that, mm -hmm. um, I've had some great experiences. Yeah, tell um, me about some. So. Um, I, and this is going to be pretty comical, but, um, so I was born with a water head, I guess. I don't know. So oh, yeah. a normal hat. A like, water head? Not in theory, but in my head it is because a hat like yours will mm -hmm. not fit my huge head. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so I love hats, right? That, that clears just, it up. You got a big head. I've got a big head. Got a big head. I got a big head. So I went on a search for, instead of, you know, actually taking them and stretching them and doing mm -hmm. all this, I just got tired of it because I'm, I'm a hat guy. So I went on a search for uh, a large, lar uh, hats for large heads. Yeah. Okay. And I found a company, which I've got on right now. Um, and, you know, and I, you know, I went through the website. I started searching, figuring out, you know, what I, w what I wanted based on what they had to offer. And the entire experience from start to finish. I just ordered another one, by the way. Nice. So I, I went through, found what I was looking for. The minute I made my purchase, I only, I not only got an email, but also got a text and yeah. it said, you know, thank you for your purchase. If, you know, if you have any questions regarding anything, you know, you can reach out here. 
and then they let me know by email and by text that my um, that my you know my shipment was had been shipped and my yeah. had been shipped, and then the then and then when I received it, which I don't know how he I guess they must get a notification mm-hmm. because when the day I got it they they text me and said your you know your hat has been shipped and it was packaged up really nice and neat in a way mm-hmm. that it couldn't bend or yeah exactly you know it was just it was and it's qual it's good quality you know yeah and then and it said you know if there's anything you know, wrong with it or any issues, text here and we will make it right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I was getting ready to order another hat, and again, I mean, you know, I am a big headed guy. So there's only so many places where I can (laughs) order these hats, but they were the first place I was going back to. Sure. So I get on, start looking around, go through the same thing again. And I ended up getting in a text conversation with this individual. I'm assuming he owns the company. That's my assumption. Yeah. Um, and it was just very fluid, you know, just some questions about some things. And um, I mean, it was the whole the whole. Th- now, it's supposed to arrive tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I've already gotten a text today nice. saying that your your um, your order will arrive tomorrow. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. So to me um, and I get it. I mean, when you're dealing with a restaurant and all the intangibles of that and people you know, eating and, and all, and I get it. I mean, it's a little bit different than a, a hat company, but the premise is the same at it the is. end of the day. Well, you know. and, and so making promises in your advertising and in your marketing does not mean that there is not room for you to make mistakes. Right. Because nobody, no, no human is perfect and no business is perfect either. Mm-hmm. But even in the midst of a, of a mistake, so let's take food, for instance. Mm-hmm. So we order something, and maybe it doesn't come out exactly the way that it looked or we expected it to come sure. out. There's a big difference between letting that go and just, oh, oh, well, sorry about that, versus acknowledging the fact that, hey, you know, I'd like to know what were you expecting and start having that conversation. And it doesn't necessarily have to lead to like a comped meal. Most people aren't looking for that. What they're looking for is that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily looking for that comped meal. Sure. So... We're, we're not saying that there's not room for, for mistakes and errors. Right. To make those not an issue. Right. You still have to have had a conversation. You've got to address How do you deal sure, with those types sure. of things? Yeah. So that brings me to another thing, another question here. So it, in essence, a business is not looking for um, 100% customer satisfaction. Right. It's more of, you know, in your opinion, would it be more of, um, the experience or what word am I looking for here? I would say experience. And I would say what you're looking for is to delight them. Delight. Okay. So that's probably the better word. Yeah. And if, if you're looking to delight somebody or if you're saying, what does that even mean? Again, you can, somebody can still have a delightful experience, which delighting somebody is doing something unexpected. Right. So even in the midst of a mistake, Mm-hmm. If you have a process and if you've trained your team mm-hmm. to communicate in a way that was unexpected, mm-hmm. even if there's a mistake in the process, mm-hmm. whether it be a hat, whether it be a restaurant, whether it be a home service type of thing, or, or it doesn't really matter what it is, yeah, right. if, if you've got a process and if you've done the training and if you've really articulated to your employees, hey, this is what we stand for. Sure. You know, going back to what we talked about in the, the uh, previous episode of the, of the distinction between brand, branding, and marketing, and the brand stage of that, and really articulating who you are, what it means to be 
your brand right. that really needs to be articulated to your staff sure. your employees because they're your front line. Yeah. I mean, you're you're not always going to be there, right. particularly if you're sending like texts out to a house or something along those lines. If you have not taken the time to say, hey, this is who we are. This is what we stand for. When we err in that. And this, this is, is how, how we, we operate. Exactly. Right. So if the first thing would probably be owning the mistake. Yeah. You know, and saying, look, we were wrong. Um, you know, and addressing it on the front end and then moving through that process with that customer and to make that right um, in a way that resonates with that particular customer. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And and I would not even say that you have to you have to start with an assumption of what needs to happen. So, and there's been studies where like take restaurants, for instance, there's a lot of meals that are comped that still do not resolve the issue. Right. Because they're not necessarily looking for a comped meal they're looking for an acknowledgement that hey this is what we expected mm -hmm. this is what we got and there's a big old difference between yeah, the two right yeah yeah i think it's um it's something that that businesses um especially as we move into this phase of that we're in and, yeah. and it really seems like it started after covid you know for some reason where staffing is a huge issue yeah, it's and it continues to be. It's it it's does. Bizarre. It's, it is very very bizarre. Um, but you know, having those um, that plan in place, mm -hmm. articulating that to your staff, and letting them know what you stand for, and you know how to go about solving those issues. That look, we're all people. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to bat a hundred, or you're not going to bat a thousand. No. You know, you, you're going to have times where, you know, things do slip through the cracks, and you struggle some. Yeah. Right. But if you don't have that plan in place in order to be able to make that right, whatever that may be, and it could be different for each customer you know, in a way, you know, so you can't 100%. just throw a mass blanket on it and say, well, we're going to do this for everybody. But without those, um, you know, those, those things in place, um, you're, you're going to struggle at some yeah. point. And, you know, in, in order to, to stay in business and to continue to grow, um, you know, you can only take so many hits. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's kind of like, you know, a batter or a baseball player, you know. He's not going to bat a 1,000. We all know that. Yeah. But if he bats, you know, a 100 in the Major League Baseball, you know, he's, at some point, you know, he's not going to be uh, around. around long, yeah, right? Exactly. So you, you've got you've to make sure that you perform mm -hmm. and you've got to make sure that, you, you know, you can go back and, and make those things right with those customers that feel like they didn't get what they thought they should yeah yeah and, and another danger is that it all it, it becomes all about the the owner or the founder or the principal like they're the ones that make things right right the danger in that is in, well there's two things that i think are very dangerous in that is one they're not always around right so if they're not always around how are they going to make it right and then two if they're not around and if they're not around permanently, I've seen this happen in businesses right. where yeah. it's like it all became about the guy or the girl that was running the business. Mm -hmm. Well, I know somebody who's had a sudden heart attack and that business is still around and doing okay, but not at the same level because it was all about him. That individual. Yeah. And so he had an amazing brand, was mm -hmm. a phenomenal individual, just could not find a better human being, mm -hmm. but never took the time. And, and Jim Collins talks about this and, and, and I think it's good to great. Mm -hmm. It's the difference between a uh, 
clockmaker and a time teller. I may have gotten that wrong, but essentially what it is is that if you're not training your employees to know what to do and how to behave, mm-hmm. when the the person who does know how to do that, mm-hmm. if they either move on or God forbid they suddenly pass sure. away, right? Well, then there's this massive void left in there. So that uh, training employees, yeah, and making sure that they they understand going back to that very very the fun, fun foundational thing of brand. Mm-hmm. What is your brand? How are you articulating it? Yeah. And then how are you supporting that? Right. I mean, it's, it's just, it's such an easy thing to do, but it is remarkable how many people to do it. Gets it gets overlooked so much and, uh, and it's a problem. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And I, and our next episode, um, I really would like to talk more about, um, you know, how a brand can change over time. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to get into it a whole lot. Today sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of throwing this out there and how, you know, you can't really throw, you know, you can't really put your, you know, brand to bed and, and, and not really go back and visit it for 10 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Know? Well, and, you know, going back to like the difference between your experience purchasing the hat and then an experience. Well, so we got three things that we've talked about. We've got a, a, an experience purchasing a hat, mm-hmm. going to a restaurant, mm-hmm. and a, uh, a roofing company. And a roofing company. Now, mm-hmm. what's interesting is that the roofing company, I may not need that for another fifteen years. Right. So, if we're looking at the buying cycle, yeah, you know, for roofing, there is a big, big time difference. There's a big time gap from from yeah. purchase to purchase. Mm-hmm. But something like that that is not addressed or or attempt to make right. Now, if part of that is me letting the, 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 the company know that something sure, screwed up. Absolutely. I'm, I'm certainly less likely to do that because it was so many months later that right. I discovered what had happened. Yeah. But it's all of these things are, are it's so important to get this right mm-hmm. to, to actually live up to the promises that we make through our advertising. Because if you look at that buying cycle, so we live our life, mm-hmm. something happens that starts us into that transactional stage. So mm-hmm. all of that time and previously – we're just in a relational space. Yeah, which is what percentage? Which is, uh, it's amazing. Ninety-five plus. Yeah, ninety-five yeah. percent plus. It's amazing how long we spend in just the relational phase Absolutely. as customers. Yeah. But then, as soon as we go through the the rest of the buying cycle, the the uh, the need or situation that triggers us, we look at our options, we do our research, sure, we contact and then we buy. The moment that purchase is complete, we're back in that that cycle. So we either yeah. exit. Yeah that first cycle with a business mm-hmm. with, with a good taste in our mouth or a good experience. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up the satisfaction and the distinction between satisfaction and delighting because satisfaction is yeah. not good. No, it, it's really not. I'm satisfied, but I'm not delighted. They're, they're really two different things, Yeah, you know? And I think a lot of times, uh, you know, businesses get caught up in, 100% customer satisfaction. And, yeah. you know, if you're just going <laughs> by that alone, I mean, you haven't really made an impression mm-hmm. on your customer. So back to the buying cycle real quick, you know, for me buying the hat, um, I bought, right? Mm-hmm. Great, great. And this was probably, um, I would say close to seven months ago when yeah. I bought this hat, but I, I realized that I needed another hat, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I do sweat and things of that nature. So, it, I, it, so my desire for another hat kicked me back into transactional mode. Absolutely. You see, so I went right back into it, bought another one, and who knows? I mean, you know, I may buy one again in the future. I'm not there yet and haven't really processed that. But 
but yeah, so um, you know, so there is a there's 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 two forms of of marketing, and I know that we can probably go on about this, and these are probably things for for later shows. We're just kind of yeah. setting it up a little bit. Uh, you got your marketing, which is basically relational, mm-hmm, right? Exactly. And then you've got your transactional side. Yeah, a lot of businesses don't really understand the difference. So in in essence, you know, your website, mm-hmm. your reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those types of things are more into the transactional marketing, exactly. right? That's yeah. where people go when they, you know, like for me in the hat, I was kicked into a, a, a buying cycle mm-hmm. from a need um, because I've got a huge hat, a head. Yeah, yeah, big head. <laughs> uh, is there like, are there Facebook groups for this? I don't know. Like people that I mean, require dude, big hats for big heads? It, it's just, it's been an issue my entire life. If I were to put that hat on my head, yeah, like, it would sit way up high on the last little dot, you yeah. know, that little thing oh, back I've there. I've seen it. Oh, I've it's awful. It. Yeah. I mean, it's like, dude, you know, you've got to lose weight. I'm not fat. I mean, I just got a big <laughs> head, right? So, but you know, so where was I? Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, so. It was the buying cycle that you got kicked back into. Yeah, so it kicked me back head. into, the, yeah, because of my, my, my waterhead. So it kicked me back into the buying cycle, okay? But I think a lot of, no, it was a lot of business, you know, CEOs and founders don't understand that there is a difference, right? You've got Absolutely. the reviews, you've got your website, and that when I was kicked into the cycle, I started doing my research, yeah, okay? Exactly. Where mm-hmm. am I going to find a big hat? Yeah. Not only a big hat, but one that I like that looks yeah, for it, me, right? It's really got to check all those it's boxes. It's got to check the boxes. So as I was doing all that, so when I found this particular one, mm-hmm. um, I started looking at the reviews. Okay, what it, and they had pictures of other people with these hats on, yeah. you know, just showing them. And I'm like, well, all oh, that was great. That's what I'm looking for. Tell me about the hat, you know, and nothing against it. But if I'm going to spend the money that I spent on this hat, which was fairly expensive, sure. I mean, you know, I want to make sure that what I'm buying. It's more material for a big head, right? <laughs> it's more material. It's about <laughs> eight inches, but yeah. <laughs> but so I want to make sure that what I'm buying in is quality. It's going to last, yeah, exactly. you know, I can only go by the reviews. I can only go by the testimonials. I can only go by the website. So, and there is a clear difference between marketing, which is relational and yeah. marketing, which is transactional. And and, 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 and the difference needs to be understood massively, you know, massively. So, cause there's a lot of, uh, and we will talk more about this in other episodes, but there's, just a tremendous amount of effort and money wasted. Oh man! By the lack of understanding that the vast Huge. majority of businesses have. Huge. But you know, and and that's again, it's like one of these. That's the type of stuff that can be brand killers. Yeah. And and you, we've mentioned reviews a couple times, but that's one of like the most tangible outcomes of promises made and promises not delivered. Yeah. Is is somebody going out there, and you, and unless. It is impossible to get rid of those reviews unless you can one win them back over, right? And they change it themselves, mm-hmm. or you're just gonna have to bury it. You've got to bury it, and, and that comes from a lot of good review, which you should be getting anyway. But sure, but if so, if you get you know a certain amount of negative reviews, it's almost impossible to to bury those. Oh, you know, yeah. you, your stars are only gonna you know come up. You know, you know, you know, so much. So yeah. it's difficult, and it's, and it's not much different than like really bad emails that you get enough unsubscribes and your, yeah. your, your deliverability Man. goes down and yeah. it is really hard to fix those things. So, but I mean that again, just supports the, the you know, the need yeah. on the front end yeah. to make sure that you are incorporating just a little bit of basic information, yeah. uh, basic training with your, your, your staff and your employees to say, Hey, 
this is what we've done. This is who we are. Mm-hmm. This is what we believe. Because, I mean, people put a ton of money. Yeah. A ton of money into to, to brand. Sure. Designs. Just even the tactical work of it. It is. It's and a lot of work. They think, okay, I've checked this box off. Yeah. But. Yeah, I got uh, my font, got my logo, uh, got my website thrown together, and I'm ready to roll. Let's oh, do business. And it's, it's, it's it so it, 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 that disaster. Is, that is a very, very small percentage of the overall, yeah, you, know, you know. So, but yeah, so a great discussion today. Hope you get to feeling better. Me and, too. Um, I hope this heater actually starts working. That'd again. be nice. I'm freezing. Yeah. Fifty nine degrees in the office is a little bit chilly. It's rough. Me. That's rough. I mean, I know that I, I'm not a fan of the heat either, but yeah, you know. got to find a happy medium. Yeah, let's find that. So, so let's get back to work. All right, man. Appreciate it. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you need help, email us at helpme at badmarketingsucks.com. And if you have any topics or questions, email us at yep at badmarketingsucks.com. Subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or a five-star review on Spotify. Until next week.